Hey guys, Caroline Ferguson with Grateful and Company. So today I want to talk about what happens when a college student commits suicide. Like, whoa, there's an introduction if I've ever heard one. What happens when a college student decides to take their own life? I wanted to reflect on an instance that I went through that as a student at U of H. Um, unfortunately, as a student, not only did I lose a friend, but there were also multiple instances where I got, and my classmates did, got alerts on our phones saying, campus-wide emergency, heads up, this is what's currently gone on in this dorm building or this housing area. In each of those situations, it's just awful. It's awful. There's nothing good about it. Um, what I remember... Uh, so I'll, I will I will reflect, if you will, on two instances. Um, the first instance was when a student committed suicide in the dorms early on in my college career. I remember finding out about it because an email was sent out, originally not disclosing how the student passed away. Um, and then as it was investigated more, if you will, and I'm assuming okayed by the family, the student's cause of death was released to students through an email that was sent out. Um, and then the second experience was a student who, from what I perceived, potentially jumped out of a building in one of the halls on campus and was found by another student outside. Um, both very, very traumatic situations, whether it be in a dorm, outside, just in general, um, coming across somebody who has passed away regardless is traumatic, but in that way is just, I mean, it really is life-changing. Um, it really is. And I, I know this is a touchy subject, but I want to talk, what I... My point in sharing this with you guys is what do we do when that happens? And I think the lack of action is embarrassing. When I lost my dad 12 years ago, almost 13 years ago, my dad wasn't a high-profile individual but he worked in a very kind of high profile place. And he came to work in this environment after a very high profile situation took place. My dad was um, an engineer at the Texas City plant as part of BP's facility back in 2006. Now that plant is now run by Marathon Petroleum, a completely different group of people. Um, so that's, I mean, everything has kind of shifted since this all happened. but. In 2005, if you'll recall, if you're up to speed with Texas news, there was an explosion at the Texas City BP plant that killed 15 people. That was a very, very, very high-profile incident. Um, there were lawsuits, like there was this big whole thing. There were um, a couple of people hired to come in and, and assist in cleaning up and fixing what needed to be fixed to justify this plant continuing to operate. My dad was one of those people. And I um, 
I'll never forget that the lack of the lack of talking, the lack of communication between and as an adult even still, like the lack of acknowledgement of what happened and what do we do about it was heartbreaking. Last year in 2018, I reached out to that plant because I wanted to speak to somebody who potentially would have known my father, who would have worked side by side with him, just to gain some insight on how was he at work and did you enjoy working with him? Um, just some perspective on a side of my dad that I didn't know. I, I, you know, I knew the daddy that came home. I didn't know the daddy that was at work. And I, I wanted to understand who that man was. So I reached out and I was actually connected with the security guard who not only had worked on that plant for 25 years, but who was there the night that my dad died. My dad took his life in the parking lot of this plant. And that conversation was gut-wrenching because on the phone, he was like, Caroline, I was there. I was there the night your dad died. I was on the other side of the door that he tried getting into. And what's insane to me is in that moment, and even now I get chills because in my heart, you know, I'm thinking, well, what did they do for you? <laughs> I I can imagine, because I went through it, being somebody who lost somebody I loved to suicide and the hole that that creates. But I can't even imagine being there as somebody is choosing to take their own life or stumbling across somebody who has taken their own life. What happens for you? What process is in place to make sure that you are taken care of? And take a step back from, from the security guard. What about my dad's team? Regardless of whether or not there were unethical things happening, which that's a whole other conversation, when somebody professionally is involved in, a, in an environment or a setting or group of people who are affected directly by suicide, when you have a coworker that, even when you have a coworker that passes away, what process is in place to make sure that the people who are directly connected to that human being are taken care of? Um, do you bring in counselors? Do you bring in, you know, a grief therapist? Do you bring in, like, what do you do? Who, who, who is responsible for making sure, or who is being held accountable to making sure that you are okay, the people who survive this tragedy. Because that's what we do. We survive these tragedies. Even if it wasn't your dad, that security guard survived this tragedy. Because um, what is so sad and what happens too often is when somebody goes through losing somebody close to them to suicide, they are more likely to die that way as well. Um, so if you're still here and you've gone through that, congratulations, you're a survivor, and I'm so grateful for your existence. Full circle, bring it all back. I'll wrap it up. I know I, I'm, a, I'm a bit long-winded, especially when I reflect on my personal story. As a college student who is academically going through time on a campus where I have a peer 
maybe I don't know them personally, but a fellow college student, a classmate of mine, who decides to take their own life and is found, the lack of action is unacceptable. We shouldn't be waiting for one event a year or a semester to reflect on the way that depression affects college students. If we have to wait for the tragedy to occur to be proactive about preventing it, we're too late. I hope this brought you guys value. It is always surreal for me when I'm able to share my story with you guys and bits and pieces that maybe I haven't shared before. It is surreal. Um, I spent a lot of time as a little girl dreaming of an opportunity to share what I went through in a positive way to um, create some sort of enormous change and Grateful and Company is that outlet for me. So thank you so much for being here. Wherever you're watching or listening, if you would please consider leaving me some feedback, a review, a comment, or message me directly. Let me know what you think about this content format as well as the content itself. Is it valuable? Is it insightful? Do you hate it? Let me know um, because I want to adjust based on your feedback. And as always, I'm so grateful for each and every one of you. Stay tuned for more.